This is a GRDC podcast. In our high rainfall zones, the potential for high grain yields is good. However, for many grain growers, the reality is they're not getting any better yields than growers in zones where much less rainfall is received. Hello, I'm Tony Crowley. And in today's podcast, we'll hear about a research project the GRDC has invested in to help optimise profitability for high rainfall zone grain growers. Leading that research project is Agriculture Victoria's Senior Research Scientist in Grains Agronomy, Penny Rifkin. Penny begins by discussing the factors limiting yields. The limitation we identified was varieties available to growers that were poorly adapted to this environment because they had been generally imported from other rainfall environments and so they didn't have the local adaptability and alongside of that didn't have the management practices that were able to properly manage those varieties in a quite a different environment. So when we're talking about management practices what does that cover? So the management practices cover um, time of sowing, uh, nutrition, uh, density, plant density, uh, disease, any of those sorts of things which you know rely on good optimum growth from crops. So you're based in uh, Hamilton in Victoria and um, tell us about the the trials that are taking place here that are part of this overall project. So this is a national project so we have collaborators in um, Western Australia, Tasmania, ACT and in Victoria and um, at Hamilton here we have uh, trials mainly looking at wheat and canola. We have three components of the project. One is looking at better adapted um, canola varieties and their management, so what it might be, what types of crops are required um, to optimise the yield in canola in um, the high rainfall zone. And so a lot of that is around longer season canola types, optimum sowing times and plant densities. With the wheat work, we're trying to identify an ideal crop type for wheat in the high rainfall zone and that focuses on again phenology but phases within that um, phenology not just a flowering time but also the different phases and the different canopy architectures so the leaf um, angles and directness so that they can capture more light and then the third component of the project is looking at for both wheat and canola optimum nutrition we know we can achieve high grain yields but how how do we feed those crops to not only maximize that yield potential but also maximize the economic yield potential so what's the economics of applying a lot of nitrogen to these high yielding high demanding crops and some of that nutrition work is the work that's happening here at Hamilton Uh, in particular what is happening with this trial so here at Hamilton we were very lucky to be able to utilize the long-term phosphate experiment that's an experiment which has been going for 40 over 40 years and was originally set up as a pasture experiment so over those 40 years every year they have um, the different paddocks have had a set fertilizer phosphorus fertilizer rate applied to them so now after this length of time we have very big differences in background phosphate um, levels in the soil so with the phosphorus we have rates ranging from 0 to 100 and within that we have another five rates so covering the sorts of rates which will give us a good um, nutrient response curve and then on top of that we have um, a 60% nitrogen and 100% nitrogen treatment so those treatments are 60% of the yield potential and 100% of the yield potential and the reason we have those different rates is that it's to demonstrate that 
if you're applying low levels of nitrogen, only 60% of the yield potential, you might not actually detect any phosphorus deficiencies. It's not until you're really putting on the higher rates of nitrogen to achieve the yield potential that you might actually detect that phosphorus is limiting. And what has this project already shown in terms of the importance of having the nutrients like phosphorus and potassium and sulphur there it's sowing so that uh, nit- there's the best opportunity for the nitrogen. So nitrogen is um, is one of the nutrients that enable us to um, make decisions during the growing season. So we can put on the nitrogen if we think that the season is going to um, be good and we know we're going to get that yield potential and the crop is able to utilise it. Whereas with the um, phosphorus, sulphur and potassium, if those are not really... Um, in the crop up front it's very hard for the crop to uptake that during the season so really you need to have that um, the levels right at the very start if you're actually going to expect to have a response to your nitrogen during the season. So prior to this study how much information specifically tailored to high rainfall zone growers was there? Well prior to this study um, we conducted a a review to to determine how much information was available to growers and we found that there was virtually nothing specifically for um, crops in the high rainfall zone particularly um, some of the other nutrients such as phosphorus and sulphur and potassium and crops such as canola so this is um, there was very little information and when you looked at a resource like the Better Fertiliser Decision Database there were very few points on that database so virtually no information specifically targeting high rainfall growers. Can we just go back to the plant architecture for a sec? Tell us a little bit more about what's happening there in terms of uh, what you're looking at with uh, the architecture of wheat and canola. So Specifically with wheat, the architecture that we're focusing on is leaf erectness. So in the high rainfall zone, um, we have a longer growing season. We have uh, varieties that can produce more tillers. So we can get very thick, dense canopies. And those canopies are not necessarily very efficient at intercepting radiation, the light which the crops use to convert to um to carbon and therefore growth. So we're looking at a more erect leaf which will have better light interception, better use of that resource and provide um, greater yields for the high rainfall zone. And so the other component, the third component, on the first one you mentioned was canola. So tell us a little bit more about that. So with the canola we're finding that we're getting amongst the highest yields in the world um, through our research experiments but we're not necessarily getting those in farmers' paddocks. And we've identified that phenology is a major um, issue. We need longer season varieties, probably ones that have a different phenology to those that are commercially available. And we need to better um, make sure that the structural material, the biomass, is converted into the grain. So we're looking at different um, plant types, uh, different um, structure of the plant, different densities to try and optimise that um, amount of growth and um, better utilisation of the growing season and better utilisation of the resources into the grain. Also part of the project was the development of tools so that all this important data that you're going to output can be applied. So tell us about the development of those tools. So the tools are based on field data, um, field research um, from across a number of high rainfall zone sites. That information is then collated and used to in crop simulation models to predict 
that um, response to the nutrients over a number of locations and seasons. Once we are able to predict a crop response to that, um, those nutrients, we then have developed some novel um, economic models that can look at the risks associated with um, achieving those yields or the risks of not receiving an economic response and also optimising the relative um, NPK and S proportions that should be added to optimise the economic response to growers. Now the project is entering the phase where we've developed these um, predictions and uh, we're now looking at validating those results out on farmers' properties in their crops. So what form do the, do the uh, tools take? So the tools are presented in Excel spreadsheets which the growers can provide information relating to the starting soil conditions, what the um, nutritive status of the soils are. Then they can look at the location, the crop type, the um, cost of the fertiliser, the price expected from the, the grain. And so the tool can then work out an economic optimum of each of those nutrients based on those, um, that information to provide the economic optimum to maximise profits. And even though you've said these tools are a work in progress, can growers actually get these spreadsheets now and um, get some valuable planning from them? Yes, these spreadsheets are available on the Extension Oz website and we really encourage growers to get in and have a look and see how they're working and we'd really love to have any feedback from them about how they're performing on their their farm to, to give us that information if they're working well or if there are any issues that we need to focus on to improve them. Penny Rifkin from Agriculture Victoria. And high rainfall zone grain growers can download those spreadsheets by going to this website, communities.grdc.com.au. Then select Crop Nutrition and then search High Rainfall Zone. I'm Tony Crowley and you've been listening to a GRDC podcast.